0: Hiring great employees for your chiropractic practice. That's today's topic on the KC Chiropults podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, your host. I'm joined with my co-host, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, hiring employees. Now, you you just you just started another new clinic, bought another new clinic, and and yeah. you know this firsthand. Of course, you know, all of our clients are dealing with this. Hiring great employees seems like an insurmountable thing these days everybody's having issues with it. And yet I think there's really just a few kind of simple things that you can put into play that might really help.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, Hey, first off though, Speaking of of employees, we're employees because we have a sponsor. Who is that sponsor? Let's talk about them at, at the beginning of this. We'll get that, we'll get that taken care of and then we'll yeah. jump
0: forward into this. We've got an awesome sponsor, Barlow Brain and Body Institute, helping doctors learn functional neurology without all the complicated stuff. I mean Dr. Andrew Barlow makes this so simple. So, if you're looking to add brain based ther- uh, therapies to your practice, go check them out. Um, You can find out about their upcoming training, seminars, and so forth, and all the resources they offer. So, Barlowbrainandbody.com. We thank them for their, for their sponsorship. So, Absolutely. Troy, and I know Dr. Barlow would probably jump on this too. Hiring great yeah. employees. You know, everybody wants to hire great employees. Better yet, we want to retain great employees where mm-hmm. do we start
1: yeah you know and, and you get people all the time that that'll say well there, there's nobody out there in the pool there's nobody good you know we jumped into a practice in a small town where we didn't know anybody and we interviewed several people and based off of mainly personality type that's kind of where we start uh when we're hiring employees because we want to make sure that those folks can love on our patients that's That's key to me. That's number one. If they can love on our patients, we can train the rest. But I can tell you a couple of key steps, and then you can dive in here a a little deeper on this. A couple of the key steps are number one, as I've got new employees in place, we want very clear parameters over the first 90 days of what we want them to achieve. Then we start working with them and training them, which people love. And that's one thing you need to continue well beyond 90 days. Ongoing training, yep. Ongoing training. Now, the training needs to consist. Docs, you're involved in this as well. I hate to tell you, you cannot stay removed from this. You need nope. to sit down and spend time, even though you may have a great video on what chiropractic is, or you may have a great video of how to answer the phone at the front desk. We've got all that stuff on the CATS website. We do staff training. We help you with that. Our, you know your, your CAs sign up for that, or you sign them up, and they go through training. But you need to do additional training in office. And sometimes that's just creating a bond between you and the staff, exactly whether right. it's whether it's the manager of all the staff or the doctor or both. And in, in my case, I believe that you need a bond with both because they need to feel like they're part of a team as they're working with you. And so that's kind of how we start with staff is we may take somebody that's green that maybe has never even experienced chiropractic care. And we have a stepwise process that we go through to get them there. So I think hiring staff sometimes seems a little more daunting. And I think sometimes we're looking for a rock star day one that we don't have to do anything with. And I think those are very, very hard to find.
0: Those are rare, but you can turn Mm -hmm. a lot of great people into great rock stars along the way. And I want to touch base on one thing that you just talked about um, real quick. Doctors, you've got to be involved in the training process. You just have to be. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to show that you're part of the team. Number two, you have to show that you're a leader and this is your opportunity to lead your staff in the direction that you want them to go. So setting expectations with staff requires your participation. If you don't set expectations, you're not going to get the results you want, period. Mm-hmm. And I hear doctors yeah. all the time say, Well, you know, we don't we don't have training time. We don't have staff meetings. Okay, I want you to remember these two words out there. If you're not having staff meetings, remember these two words. You might want to get a piece of paper out and write this down. Start one. I'll Mm -hmm. repeat it. I know it's hard. Start one. Two words. Start a staff meeting. Have a staff meeting every week. I'm telling you, it will pay off. And you're probably thinking, well, what do I talk about in a staff meeting every week? Oh my gosh, if you can't find something to talk about for 30 minutes in a staff meeting every week, you're not paying attention. There are so many things to train on. There are, I, I used to bring Um, a a particular case that I found interesting every week to the staff meeting. And I would spend about 10 minutes talking to my staff. Why are we treating this patient? How are we Mm -hmm. helping this patient? What is this patient's condition? I would show them x-rays or MRIs. And I really educated our staff on, on what we were doing and how we were helping people and how chiropractic was really integrated into the process of getting people healthy again. And I, By doing that simple thing, I turned them into absolute chiropractic evangelists. They Mm could find more new patients than any great marketing program I ever did. They were my best marketeers out there. That's my term. Don't steal that. Um, So you've got to be involved in the staff training. And here's the other thing. I hear a lot of doctors say, gosh, I just, I can't, I can, not only can I hardly find people to hire, I can't keep them. So. When I hear that, I oftentimes ask, well, what are you doing to keep them? Well, you know, I showed them how to answer the phone and I showed them how to schedule. Okay. did If all you ever do is show people how to do something, then you've never really trained them and immersed them in how to do it and how to get better at doing it along the way. You give them a very simplified task and people burn out quickly on tasks. And there are too many job openings out there. Ever think that you're going to keep a task monkey? Sorry, I don't be mean to be derogatory. Um, so please don't take that terminology that way. But you've mm-hmm. you've gotta you've gotta open them up to some immersive training. Mm-hmm. Tra- I know you do this with your staff. You're constantly in the pits training with them. You've got them doing ongoing training on the computer through the mm-hmm. cats program because we offer CA training you're doing training with them the, with them in the office. something comes up sometime and you use that as a training opportunity. people people, employees want to be trained and that's one I of those things it, that keeps them on the job.
1: yeah and I think it it helps when you're when you're doing this. there are times when just the opportune moment, when you have just a few minutes and a staff member standing there, like you were talking about, talking about cases with staff members is yeah. huge, because they understand now why maybe they're applying a certain therapy or why maybe you're doing an adjustment and mm-hmm. doing some dry needling, or you're doing an adjustment and decompression with that patient, or maybe why you released a patient. You know, there are times that it is yep. really beneficial. And that that staff member feels a part of the team when they do that. They feel more connected to you as a doctor, because quite frankly, they are your support team. Yeah. And so if they're not part of your team and you're separate from the team, that's in a lot of cases where we see a lot of disconnect and folks that become disgruntled because They feel like I'm not really getting that much training. The doctor doesn't really ever talk to me. I don't have a relationship with the doctor at all. He just buzzes in and buzzes out, never takes a couple minutes. I like to step over to the side, like at the end of the day. We get to the end of the day and the last patient's either on therapy or maybe they've already exited the building. And maybe I'm getting ready to leave, but I know the staff still needs to be there for another hour to close out. Mm -hmm. They're going to shut the building down. They're going to do all the things that I quite frankly, I'm glad that they're doing. So I can leave, but it's nice to step over and ask, how was your day today? Any, any issues yeah. that you had? What, what was, what was the, uh, what was the biggest thing that you picked up on today with your training? Yeah. You know, and just give them a minute to kind of air out whatever, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I want to know some people think that you don't want to know the bad. I'm the yes, first guy that wants, I want to know what's, what's going on what's because your best if, there's training a, opportunities. <laughs> if there's, if there's a problem, I want to pick it up early yeah. and we want to be able to train past it, or we want to avert a disaster. Yeah. If I hear, if I hear a verbiage on the phone that I'm like, eh, you know, that's not really exactly what I was hoping they would say. What a training opportunity. Here's how yep. I would do this. You know? Yep.
0: You know, another great thing to do, and I used to do this all the time, instead of always just letting my staff close the practice down on the end of the day. And and I'd skirt Mm -hmm. out. Sometimes I had to skirt out of there, but yeah, if I, if I didn't have to leave, I would, I would go up front and I would say, Hey, what can I help with? What can I do for you? I'm a good trash guy. Yeah. Can I, can I help with the trash? Can I, can I do some input for you to which they would always say, no, get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. But going up there and offering to pitch in and help, does one great thing that I think a lot of people miss it takes what sometimes seems like a trivial duty and mm-hmm. turns it into one that oh the doctor's willing to do this too mm-hmm. it's no longer trivial it yeah. has meaning because when the doctor steps up and wants to do it or wants to help out or is willing to do something you know like uh toner in the copier you know mm-hmm. I was always the one that did the toner why because it's messy And Mm -hmm. I didn't want my staff to have to deal with getting it all over them. And, and of course, they would always laugh at me because I would get it all over me. But, you know, doing those kind of things takes the trivialness out of day-to-day tasks and helps the staff really see, oh, this is really important. Even the doctor wants to do it.
1: I think that's showing everybody that it's game day every day. Every day. Every day is game day. And and maybe you go out and you see that the coffee maker, we've got a little Keurig thing that's got like a clear plastic. And I see that maybe it's only an inch deep in water. Well, we're going to need more than that. We're going to have several people get coffee. I mean, it's not like everybody that comes through gets coffee, but I know that we're probably going to empty that reservoir this morning, especially if it's a cold day. So I jump Mm -hmm. up and go put water in it. It's game day. It's all hands on deck. Everybody look around and see. Do we have dead leaves on plants? Can we grab those real quick before the door opens? I'm not afraid to run up front and cut a couple leaves off. Check your room. Make sure that your disinfectant is full. You don't have to holler at a staff member, hey, you didn't fill my disinfectant. So as a team member, I think sometimes if we jump in and do that, and I think that's just something that most of us naturally do. Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to draw accolade to yourself, but I agree with you. Stepping up to the plate mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I got a few extra minutes. What can I do to help you get out of here early? It's Friday afternoon. Yeah. Hey, that's huge. And yeah. those are the types of opportunities. It's not how much your staff makes. Now, do they need to make enough to survive and make it worth their time? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. But they want to be recognized for what they do. They want to know that they're important in what they do. And they want to get trained, and we talked about the training already. But being, you know, being important, which sometimes is as simple as saying, "Hey, you did a really great job today." I real, I was listening right. to to you talking to that patient as they left, and it was phenomenal. And then maybe you show up with a with a with an overpriced coffee card on Monday for them, <laughs> or a small candle, or something yeah. like that. Just a little thing they like that, that lets stuff. them know I appreciate what you did. Most yeah. people don't work. At a place long term because they're making a million dollars a year.
0: No, they it good. It feels good when the doctor shows their gratitude.
1: Absolutely, I think that's I think that's important always to let yep. your staff know that you're you're constantly and consistently proud of what they do.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to add two more things in. One, they want a culture that feels like a team that promotes being a team, and they want mm-hmm. to work in a culture that promotes respect for one another. Mm-hmm. and when when you put all that together with the training and and the gratitude and and so forth when you put all that together you're going to retain staff now how mm-hmm. do you find staff yeah it's it's a crazy employment market i won't i won't drop the ball on that but here's one thing i'm going to tell you get creative in your search process you know what is what does your ad look like that you're putting out there is it mm-hmm. we need another st- team member to be on our team to help us file some insurance and schedule some boring. You Mm -hmm. know what? How about starting it off with, Hey, do you want to wear your pajamas to work every day? Dot, dot, dot. We mean scrubs at our practice. We have fun. Doesn't that sound a whole lot better? You know, just, I don't know, just jazz it up, make it fun, make it sound like you have a culture in your practice that truly is inviting and people want to work there. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, and Marissa would would chime in here if she was on today. She would tell you, I think probably about every week, we'd have two or three people that would come by our practice and drop off resumes because everybody in town wanted to work there because mm-hmm. everybody knew that we were just a fun place to work. So, you know, you've got to create that culture too. And that that culture, it's funny, that culture almost also spills that into the community and makes people mm-hmm. want to be patients too.
1: Absolutely. It's kind of like the quick trip principle. You know, Quick Trip, their their staff is a culture. It's a, you know, what do they say? See you next time or see you tomorrow or whatever they say when you leave. Yeah. You know, it's always one of those it, it kind of catches you off guard initially when they first started saying that, but it's like, oh that yeah, cool. I love it. And it makes sense. But it does, you know, not only do they have a, you know, I mean, obviously the those that have gone to Quick Trip, they have a pretty phenomenal store set up and a and a pretty phenomenal, you know, take on convenience store, but from a standpoint of the culture, I've never seen a staff member act unhappy. They're constantly, it's constantly game day there. Yeah, They're cleaning the front windows if they're not running around. I mean, they're constantly moving, yeah. doing stuff, and they're happy about it. So it's one of the few know. gas
0: stations I've ever actually seen anybody empty the trash cans out by the gas pumps before they get become overflowing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. those little things that, uh, People, people want to be a part of a great team. Mm-hmm. You know, If you ever played sports, did you want to be on the bad team? No, everybody wanted to yeah. be on the great team.
1: So if you're panicking right now and you're going, you know what? I've got some great staff. I'm scared to lose them. How do I cultivate the staff and keep them where they need to be? Um, we have options for you.
0: Um, we do. In fact, staff training, ca training is is one of the big things that we do and help with. And we've got mm-hmm. so many resources for doctors in our library, through our training programs. We have uh, live events and so forth that that are designed just to help train staff. So we take a lot of that work off your shoulders and we give you the the fodder to to be able to manage it in your practice.
1: Yeah, some of the virtual seminars that we do actually deal mainly with, with staff issues mm-hmm. or 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 the things that staff handle on a daily basis and how to do that better. So we actually give staff training live uh, during our virtuals as well at times. So it's not all just recorded information.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, hey, if you're having issues with staff, go check us out at catsconsultants.com. We help with everything with your practice and help you find the path to success. Most importantly, as we're talking about today, we really help with staff training. So be sure to uh, click on the button at the top of the screen on our website. You can schedule a a breakthrough call with us. We'd be happy to talk about your practice, what's going on, whether you become a member or not. We just enjoy helping doctors out there have great practices. We want to promote chiropractic and chiropractic success, success for everybody. So Troy, anything else to add?
1: I think we've about covered it, other than go out there and find some great staff and develop them.
0: Develop, develop them, make it make them great as well. Absolutely. So I want to again thank our sponsor, uh, the Barlow Brain and Body Institute. You can check them out at BarlobrainandBody.com and check us out at catsconsultants.com. So that's enough.coms for the day. Thanks everybody for tuning into the Casey Carapults Podcast. We'll see you next time. See ya.